0: welcome back to time out with the sports doctor podcast where life sports and medicine intersect we're very glad that you continue to support this podcast you can get the information on any platform uh, where podcasts are played as well as getting the video content on youtube But if you want to just get one place to find all the content, go to my website at DrDarickTheSportsDoctor.com and you will find everything on that website. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. So welcome back to Time Out with the Sports Doctor. So it's just a solo episode today and we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is what is sports medicine? because. This is a question that I frequently get asked. Usually if I'm out um, at the store or wherever, I might have on a t-shirt, you know, that has sports medicine or it might have my job on it. And people always like to ask, you know, do you like your job? You know, I'm interested in going into sports medicine. Do you like what you do? And I'll answer, you know, yes, I love my job. I'll kind of give a brief description, but I always like to ask them, kind of reverse it and say, Well, what do you want to be? And you know, you usually get this kind of blank look, well, i want to go into sports medicine. So like, okay, do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a trainer? What do you want to do? Oh, I'm not really sure. I just want to go into sports medicine. So what we're going to do today is kind of define what is sports medicine, number one, um, because I know that it is a very broad subject. It's an umbrella topic, but there are many subspecialties that fall under sports medicine. So first, just kind of defining what is sports medicine. So Sports medicine is a special branch of medicine where we specialize in the treatment of not only athletes, but truly active people. And it's not only treating injuries, we also specialize in injury prevention. We It's our job to keep athletes healthy as well as treating athletes when they're injured. So how do you get into sports medicine? So is it a career? Some schools might have a sports medicine major in college. you know. When I was coming out of high school, I thought I wanted to major in sports medicine until I found out, oh, you don't really have to do a major in sports medicine to become a sports medicine practitioner. So let's talk about first who makes up the sports medicine team. So as you know, I am an orthopedic surgeon, uh, but many specialists in sports medicine are not surgeons. So you can be a primary care doctor, uh, family medicine, You can do internal medicine, you can do emergency medicine, um, you can do physical medicine and rehabilitation. You can do any of these specialties and then do a fellowship to specialize in sports medicine. And generally, you'll do one additional year of training where you learn how to treat athletes and active people. Not only athletes, but we also do a lot of work with the military as well. Now, that's from a medical standpoint. That's if you're going to go to medical school to be a sports medicine doctor. But also, other people that make up the sports medicine team are certified athletic trainers, certified strength and conditioning coaches. So to make up the team, we have certified athletic trainers. We have strength and conditioning coaches. Physical therapists also work under the team as well. So you can go into sports medicine in many different realms, not just as a doctor. So I want to make sure that people understand that uh, because some people, everyone doesn't want to have to go to medical school, um, but you can still be a part of sports medicine. So those are people who are working on the core team, but we also do a lot of consultation work with neurologists for concussions. Uh, We work closely with cardiologists, especially with screening of athletes when we're performing physicals. So you can have your hands in the game, so to speak, in many different ways. And we also have nursing staff that we work with, nurse practitioners um, and nurses that help with sometimes taking care of the athletes from a physical assessment standpoint, as well as treating illnesses for athletes that occur on and off during the season, as well as in the off season. All right. So hopefully that'll help people understand what sports medicine is as far as the specialty. So you might see us on the sideline, you might see us in the office, or from a physical therapy standpoint, in the gym, from a training standpoint with the strength and conditioning coaches, actually in the workout facility. So we are in many different locations. Ideally, we have people that work together where there's communication between the physical therapist, the athletic trainer, coaches, parents, and the physician all working together with one plan to get the athlete back to their sport as safely and as quickly as possible. So you might see us on the sidelines at a game. And yeah, some people say, oh, you're just there having fun. Sure, most nights we are having fun. And I like to be on the sideline having fun every time I go to a game, but we have to work. And sometimes it does get really serious. Um, All of a sudden, patient has a serious injury, a head injury, a spinal cord injury, fractures even on the field. Those are times when it is very important for the sports medicine specialist to be there and be trained of how to treat that patient, sometimes even in a life-saving manner. There have been several well-documented cases recently of uh, sudden cardiac arrest, which we see from time to time in athletes, and that requires treatment within seconds to minutes because when the blood stops flowing through the heart, other organs are at risk, including the brain. So that's why we are on the sidelines, especially in um, higher contact sports like football, collision sports, because you can have serious injuries that require treatment right away. So let's just talk about some of the hot topics, so to speak, in sports medicine. So let's first start off with uh, concussions. So what is a concussion? And We'll go a little more in-depth or a lot more in depth on a later episode, but uh, concussions are something that we see frequently in contact sports where people are not only being tackled, but also heading the ball in soccer, or you know, anytime you could fall on a court or have a collision in basketball, volleyball, some other sports. But if you have an athlete that has a sudden onset, a change in neurological status, that could be a concussion. So how do you assess for the concussion? So with concussions, one of the most important things is recognition. And that's not only from a medical uh, professional, that can be from a teammate, from a coach. Anytime that you see a player who might've had a head injury and they are not really following the plays or they're confused, or sometimes even combative and very emotional, let a medical provider or let a coach know because we need to remove that person from play to really assess them. We can do an initial assessment on the sideline And determine whether or not that athlete is safe to return to play. And then we'll do further testing later on. But recognition is important because they need to be removed from the game immediately and assessed. And determine whether or not they can go back in. And then if they are held from play, when it's safe for them to return to activity. But like I mentioned, we will go into that in more depth. I had a previous episode, if you want to go back and listen to it, about concussions Uh, but we will have another episode coming up shortly so also uh pre-participation physicals why are those important because that is a important screening tool we're trying to assess the athlete for their overall state of health Uh, we're also getting a very important history from the athlete about you know family history have you had any recent surgeries recent injuries things that we should be aware of do you take medications for anything you know Do you have asthma? Do you have an inhaler? Uh, because one of the main things that you want to have when somebody has an asthma attack is being able to get them their own inhaler. So for people involved in sports medicine, always assess your athletes and know who has asthma, who doesn't, and make sure that you have an inhaler with you because you will be very helpless sitting watching someone have an asthma attack when you can't really intervene. So really getting that history as well as performing the physical, because in many aspects, this might be the only contact that an athlete has with a medical provider during the year. You know, for many people that are healthy, they don't go to see a physician routinely. So doing these pre-participation physicals um, are very important. So that's another major thing that we do. And also right now we're dealing with extreme heat, not only in the South, but in many different parts of the country. So heat illness, you know, how do we help prevent heat illness. So one thing is limiting sun exposure, right? That's one important way of keeping your athletes healthy is limiting them from the sun's exposure, as well as nutrition and hydration, which we cannot stress enough. Athletes have to be well hydrated to be able to play, run and sweat and lose a lot of body fluid in this extreme temperature. So hydration is important. And what are a couple of ways that we can measure for hydration? Number one, how much water are you taking in? So actually monitoring how much water you're consuming or how many electrolytes you're consuming, sometimes energy drinks, uh, not energy drinks, but sometimes Gatorade or electrolytes. So what are you taking in? As well as, are you eating before you go out to practice or a game? Many times we see athletes struggling on the field or they might start cramping. And my first question is, when was your last meal? And you'll be surprised, it's 8.30 at night during a football game, and the last time the kid has eaten was breakfast. And you know, it might not even be a, a high calorie intake or high nutrition value. So making sure your athletes are well hydrated as well as well fed leading up to activities is a important way to combat heat illness. And then trying to choose times of the day uh, when the temperature are not as high. So we know that the temperature tends to peak right there in the middle of the day from that 12 to four or five o'clock period. That's when you want to really limit exposure to the outdoor and extreme temperatures. So maybe starting practice earlier in the morning or you know, sometimes delaying even the start of games are some things that we do, especially during August and September. Also, you might see that there are heat timeouts you know, about halfway through the quarter where athletes are allowed to take an extra time out or allowed to get water breaks. So these are other things that we can do to try to prevent heat illness. Um, as far as monitoring, we were talking about monitoring hydration status. You can look at urine color. Um, you can also monitor the weight of the athletes to make sure, because sometimes after a heavy practice where you're running and out in the heat, you can lose a significant amount of body weight. So measuring the weight before practice and after practice is something that we do. And then in the incidents of heat illness, being able to cool the core body temperature. And one of the main ways we do that is by um, getting the patient number one out of the sun exposure into a cool water bath or using ice packs, but really being able to submerge them into cold water is a important way to prevent further organ injury Um, And also to cool that core body temperature, which is really important, especially if you're dealing with a heat stroke. So these are some of the topics that we deal with uh, regularly. And then also let's talk about when do you need to seek medical help for an injury? Because we know many times uh, the injuries that we see are major bumps and bruises or sprains and strains. However, you know, if you have immediate swelling in a joint. You have excessive swelling and bruising around a joint or over a bone. Um, If the athlete is not able to bear weight or to walk on that limb, of course, if you can obviously see a deformity, these are things that you need to seek out medical care for sooner than later. You know, if it's something minor, patients able to walk off the field under their own strength, if they're able to run, if they're not having any weakness or numbness or tingling, These are things that you might be able to observe for a couple of days. However, if they continue to have pain, continue to have swelling, continue to have pain out of proportion to what you might think is necessary, please seek medical help. And this is not um, medical advice. This is just some general things that we follow to um, try to keep our athletes healthy. So like I mentioned, what is sports medicine? I love getting that question because it opens up an avenue for me to talk about not only what I do, but also to ask questions about the understanding of others about this field. Because many people think that you have to go to medical school to be in sports medicine or that you have to be a trainer, but they don't really know the wide breadth of what we do um, in this specialty, which I love, you know, this specialty. I feel that it has opened many doors for me Um, And I really allow, I really like the fact that I'm able to interact with athletes from a mentoring standpoint. So, yeah, if you want to get me off and get me talking, we can always talk about sports medicine. But hopefully this episode is helpful for those who don't really understand what we do as sports medicine providers. And if you have any questions, reach out to me, go to the website, send me a message. Um, and I'll be glad to get more information. All right. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five star review. And if you haven't done so, subscribe so you continue to get the updated episodes. Until later, peace. time with the Keep right in the game. never stopping. now in. Trust you don't want to miss. This is where life, sports, and medicine.